I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 issue or edition or episode or whatever we want to call it, video. There's going to be videos on this, all kinds of good stuff. Um, but today I have on John Fagerholm, who I am welcoming back to the show, um, who's also a author with us. He was one of the founding authors of our book series, Money Matters. And, John, we haven't spoken in a little bit. It's been too long, probably going on a year maybe. I don't even know. Um, oh, maybe not long. Yeah. Six months, something too long. Yeah, Welcome back yeah, to the yeah. show, John. Great to, great to catch up with you. Uh, Adam, it's a pleasure to hear your voice again. It's been way too long. We haven't seen each other probably in a good six to eight months. Oh, man. And, and I probably haven't talked to you in just that long. I think the last time we saw each other was in that uh, restaurant bar in Hollywood, not Hollywood, but uh, Beverly Hills. So it's been a minute. So let's um today's topic. I want to get into some uh, um business environment in California, what's going on. Um but first before we do all that stuff, I want to get for you know, it's been a while since your your last episode recorded, probably over a year ago for the recording of the episode. So I we got a whole lot of new listeners since then. Let's just uh, start with the overview of uh how'd you get started in law? Well, I I was an entrepreneur and I kept getting sued. Adam. And so at some point it, it hit me that, hey, I could, if, if all I really want is to own my own business, I could own my own law firm. And so I basically just liquidated everything, that, every other business I had and then went to law school and day one out of passing the bar opened up my law firm and, you know, never looked back since. Man, and uh, that's good transition. Let's get into your law firm, uh, Metal Law Group. Tell us a little bit more about, about the business you're doing for your clients. So we're a, basically a litigation firm. So there's a commercial side, there's a um, employment side, um, there's a corporate side, and and basically the the majority of of our um, business really is the employment defense side. Just simply because so much of the uh, lawsuits in California, and especially in Los Angeles, is employees suing their employers. And because I have the entrepreneurial background uh, and a soft spot for entrepreneurs, of course, and then plus for a litigation firm, it just seemed like the perfect place to be for me. So um, I want to switch it up a bit. Let's talk about, uh, I mean, because you have a really unique vantage point. I mean, working with and from the employer side um, on, and uh, as a litigation firm, I mean, you see a lot of things. <laughs> so you have your, your pulse on everything, um, so to speak. Um, what, let's talk a little bit more about the business environment in California and what's going on there. Well, you know, talking about having the pulse on things, let me just start by saying besides uh, the the pleasure I get out of helping uh, my clients, I learn a lot because uh, being in the position that I'm in with my clients, I get to see everything. I get to see all the documents. I get to see the decisions as they're made and, you know, so on. And so I, I really get a, get a good education on different types of businesses and how they're run, but most of all, how decisions are made and what are good decisions and bad decisions. And then, of course, I can use that to 
to also, um, you know, advise other clients. Now, all that being said, the business environment in in California, and especially in LA, I think LA is probably the worst. I, uh, maybe San Francisco is slightly um, worse, but it, it just is a terrible environment. And I started seeing that probably a decade ago, but then the last, I would say, three years, it's just gotten to a point where California is just basically running businesses out of town. And you could drive down the the five freeway and you'll see all kinds of billboards, um, uh, you know, from cities um, from other states saying, hey, come here. We know that you're being treated poorly in California, but we're happy to have you, you know, so... That's really the environment right now. It's just over-regulation, uh, nonsensical reg- regulation at that, and then high taxation, um, and then just uh, uh, continuously creating a litigious environment that still makes it easy to get sued and very difficult to even avoid being sued. So with, with all of that, you know, anyone that, uh, that doesn't have a services industry where they're required to be here or at least thinking about it, and it seems to be that the two top places are uh, Las Vegas and uh, several cities in Texas. That's where I see people going. In fact, I got my bar in Texas because of that, because so many of my clients were were um, just packing up and heading to Texas. Yeah. Wow. And what? so what makes, um, and I don't want to assume that everybody listening kind of has that backstory. And I know, and I know there's people listening that are have kind of, considered other areas um, in terms of starting their business. What makes, what's making, you know, some of these other markets more attractive than California right now? I'm just curious. Uh, well, so, so for example, like I said, most of uh, my clients that are moving are moving into Texas. So I know more about Texas than I do about other ones. <clears throat> First of all, the taxation. So they promote themselves as a, as a business friendly environment and not only is the taxation much, much lower, uh, the cost to build anything is is very cheap without a bunch of red tape. It's interesting. I was watching this uh, interview, and it wasn't one of my clients, but he was talking about uh, this guy was being interviewed, and he was talking about why he moved to Texas. He he built a very large recycling center. Um, uh, I can't remember what city it was in Texas that he built it, and it took him three years to do it, and he said – one day was the permitting, and the other, uh, the rest of the time was just building the facility. That's wow. the difference. So he he has another one in Central Wait, California. For a big recycling facility? Are you kidding me? One day yes. was the permit, and the three years you just yeah. blew my mind. I get it. That but, makes sense. But, Go ahead, please. But, but I'm really I'm really gonna blow your mind now. He said he picked Texas because he was trying to build a recycling center in uh, California, and he had already bought the land for it. And he's still going through the permitting process, and it's been 18 years. That's the 18 years. 18 <laughs> years, right? So, so, so there's, there's there's lots going on, you know. Besides the the taxation, the environment, the um, it's it's a very uh, uh, pro employer state. I mean, the minimum wage is 7.25, which is the, the federal level. And I know what people are going to say. Oh, that's not a living wage. But you know what? People with that wage in Texas aren't doing uh, jobs that pay seven twenty five. When you go to a fast food place in Texas, it's not a forty year old man with four kids working there. It's a teenager. So it makes sense. You know the the job growth there is is, is humongous. All the middle class jobs are moving there. Uh, it's just a, just a completely 
different environment uh, to be in. You know, the 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 overregulation, just the nonsensical lawsuits. Um, it just doesn't make sense. And one thing they have that is uh, particularly um, interesting to Northern California businesses is they have their own electricity grid. There's three grids, the one on the East Coast, the one on the West Coast, and Texas. And so California's having, Northern California is having problems with all the fires and DWP cutting electricity and all the madness that's going up there. And Texas is saying, hey, come here. We have an abundance of cheap electricity, an abundance of land where you can build whatever you want, and a very easy permitting process, and a, a, a huge um, educated labor force, you know, that, is, that isn't wow. going to break your back. And so that, that's really, oh, and we're not going to overtax you. You know, uh, another interesting thing I, I uh, read about Texas that I honestly didn't know was that they're the only state that doesn't require workers' comp. Do you know what workers' comp in California does to businesses? I mean, that, mm-hmm. that puts a lot of businesses out of business. And here you have a state saying, yeah, you know, we, we don't require workers' comp. Come here. You know, just, just a whole different mentality of how things should be. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, now now I get why you're saying um, what what the, the the business environment is and running business owners um, out of here. Um, that, that's just a terrible thing. Obviously, we both live here, so we like to you know keep people here and all that good stuff. But it makes sense when you when you do it when you uh, make an argument like that. So, do you think? And again, this isn't asking you your crystal ball or anything like that. But do you think things change here anytime soon? I mean, you predicted this a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, and you and I have been talking about this for for a couple of years now. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, well, the ideology has to change. You know, mm-hmm. so so the, the problem with California is that the leadership has an ideology that business is bad, and that you have to um, take everybody. You have to take the top person, you have to take the, the the bottom person, and you have to somehow cram them together so they're at the same level. But that's not how things work. That's not how life works. There are productive people. There are unproductive people. And then there's people all the way in between, you know. And and some people, you know, some people are smarter. Some people are more motivated. Some people are harder workers. Who knows? Who knows what makes people productive and what makes people non-productive? But if if you take from the productive people and then you just give it for free to the non-productive people, well, guess what happens? The productive people take their production and they move it somewhere else where it's appreciated. And that's just until they change that ideology that that everybody is the same and should be treated the same, it, it's not going to, um, things aren't going to turn around. And, you know, honestly, there's people that don't want to be productive. There's people that are happy living a simple life, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't steal other people's labor. You can't go to someone who decides, hey, I'm I'm dropping out of the workforce to create a business and employ 100 people, you can't steal his labor and give it to someone else uh, who says that's not what they want. They don't want to work hard. It's kind of like the the Uber issue. You know, California and its wisdom has said, hey, Uber drivers should be employees. And there's a ton of Uber drivers are saying, we don't want to be employees. We like the freedom. We like the fact that we can we can decide when to work, how we work, um, uh, not work or work, um, what we get paid depending on when we drive. It just so it's nonsense to think that an Uber driver is the same as a person working in a factory. And that's the mentality that everybody and everything is the same, and we should treat them all the same. It, it just doesn't work. And yeah, that's awesome. 
Um, so, John, if somebody's listening to this and they want uh, more information on uh, Metal Law Group or to connect with you, um, what's the best route for them to reach out? Uh, I have a, a website that I like to use, and it's easy to remember because Metal Law Group is, is difficult. We, you know, we have a Metal Law Group site also, but it's called defendmybiz.com, and, and the biz is with a Z. And that's a very easy one to remember, and all my information is there. Fantastic. Well, uh, John, we're definitely going to get you back on the show later in the year because I could talk to you all day long, and I and I, I and I have some more questions that I'm going to ask you that I want the listeners to benefit from benefit from for the conversation also. Um, so that being said, you're, we're definitely dragging you back here. Not going to let it go this long next time. Um, that yeah, being yeah, said, I appreciate that. Thanks again for coming on the show. Do appreciate that. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We just uh, we just launched that this year. Money matters. Top tips. Uh, and uh, give us some some comments on the uh, on the uh, videos on YouTube and let us know what your thoughts are about the state in business in uh, California. And uh, thanks again for uh, coming on the show, John. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Adam. Have a good one. Thank you.